of know-it-all advice columnists? Can I give you some advice? Just one piece of advice. The worst advice. Welcome to Not-So-Nice Advice. Hey, this is Chuck Nice. You got a problem, we got the answer. Whether it works or not. The worst piece of advice. The worst advice. Bad advice. Here's what we do. We read advice columns, we figure out why they're wrong, and then we give you the real answer. Is this bad advice? Some of the worst advice. Worst advice. Hey, I am a professional. Comedian. That's actually what makes this advice so insidious. <laughs> this is not so nice advice with Chuck Nice. I suppose it's good advice. How are you guys doing? Uh, here we are, week six of the quarantine. By the way, two episodes came out last week. Uh, people are really liking it. Uh, you guys were very funny on both shows, I have to say. You guys, you guys were actually, uh, you actually did a good job. And oh, uh, ah, shucks. Uh, my my brother, my brother didn't say he liked the show, but he said that uh, he laughed <laughs> at something. So. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's During the weird... time of the show, he did laugh. Was it related yeah. to the show? We will never know. <laughs> anyway, for those of you who are listening, uh, uh, all six of you, this is Not So Nice Advice. My name is Chuck Nice. Uh, I am your host. Uh, with me is Seth, the producer. Hello. Hello! Thank you for actually making a noise because this is still an audio uh, uh, medium. And Seth is posing for those of you who aren't watching us on YouTube. He's posing because he's doing P90X every day, and so he's really in love with himself right now. He is in love with himself. Oh, yeah. I'm also. He's I'm also so pretty. By, I'm also joined by Bill, the assistant. Hello. Hello Very nice of you guys to join me uh, once again. You know what we do here? We read advice columns. We tell you why the answer given sucks, and then we give you. The real answer, uh, probably a better answer, hopefully a more entertaining answer. Um, anything new and exciting to talk about before we jump into our letters, fellas? No. Okay, good, <laughs> because this is going to be a pretty quick show anyway. I'm starving. I got to go eat. Uh, so shall we get into our next letter? Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. How about we get into our first letter? Okay, fatty. Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You just called me fatty. I can't believe you. Then eat and just throw it up later. <laughs> There's an answer. Well, I got to tell it's you. It's not Bill, a good answer. I'm, I'm going to let you be totally responsible for that statement, okay? Living in the, uh, what's it called? The cancel culture that we live Ooh, in right now. Oh, burn. You trying to get canceled, Bill. Mm. Trying to get canceled, bro. Well, we got to be edgy, so we got to be like, yeah, I want to be. <laughs> Well, this is true. You want to be canceled, right? That's the deal. That's how you do it now. Uh, saw a podcast of a friend. I won't say who it is because I'm not promoting any other podcasts on this yeah, show. Okay. Uh, but he was just, he was doing a video where he was like, I started the whole anti-PC thing. So as far as I'm concerned, all y'all can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> this was an advertisement to watch his podcast. <laughs> well, if you offend everyone, then you're not offending anyone, so... I guess that's the way it works, yeah. right? Okay. 
All right, well, I'm not offended at all by the fact that you called me fatty. Dick. Mm. All right, here we go. Um, fat dick. <laughs> fat dick. <laughs> I hear women like those. <laughs> it's not the Isn't length, it? it's the girth. If it's a weighty, uh, if it's a weighty dick. Oh, boy. Well, and I suppose I shall be ashamed of my rather thin cock. Um, <laughs> my, yeah, isn't it funny that when the English say it, it's fine, you know what I mean? I got, girl, I got a fat dick. And it's like, you know, um, I believe I have a girthy cock. Like, that works. That works. You could say that to a woman and not get me tooed. Uh, just ask Louis C.K. <laughs> oh, ouch. Oh, I don't care. What do I Too care? soon. Never did Too any- soon, Chuck. He never did anything for me. He never put me in anything. Well, if you were, know all the if you were never bad. masturbated by you. What's that? <laughs> and never masturbated for me either. <clears throat> Which, by the way, is all I ever wanted from him. Never asked him, <laughs> never asked him to be in his HBO show. Never asked him to be in Lucky Louie. All I ever wanted was to watch him, you know, jack one out. And did he ever offer for me? Nope. But you kept nope. getting these TV offers from him. You're like, no, I want to see the peen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, here's our first one. My girlfriend and I recently found out she is pregnant. I told her I'd support the baby, and I secretly started saving for an engagement ring. Liar! (laughs) She was excited and started planning a nursery. It took me two months to save up, but I finally got on one knee and popped the question. And that question was... Will you please have an abortion? No, I'm joking. (laughs) Um, They're going to cancel you, Chuck! Yeah, they're going to cancel me. Actually, wait till you hear the end of this letter. It took me two months to save up, but I finally got on one knee and popped the question. The last week, what? Last week, she went in for a checkup. We decided to get full blood work done. And we decided to also take an official trip to the courthouse. That's right. We're married now. My condolences, sir. My condolences. Well, we got the blood work back, and there's some good news and some bad news. The good news is it's a boy and he's healthy. The bad news, he's gay. <laughs> well, there's te- guys. I'm, that testing has really gotten advanced. Yeah, tell me about it. And that's why I think this is a totally fake letter, and this is such bullshit. But I'm reading it. I'm reading it because you know what? I'm sure there are people out here who feel like this. The bad news is he's gay. I didn't even know there was a blood test for that. Now. Guess why you didn't know that, you <laughs> dickwad? Because there is no blood test for that. But I had just I just did some research and I found out that they found a gene that causes homosexuality and that they test for that now. Not true and also not true. Stop looking on Wikipedia. However, they are indeed looking for genetic markers that may indicate homosexuality for what purposes I don't Bill know. Bill Gates. At some uh, Bill Gates. Yeah, he's into that. <laughs> you think, yeah. I see what you're saying. He's into gene editing. Eugenicist. He's a eugenicist. Yeah. No, don't say that because he's not. Please don't make me hate Bill Gates. I like him so much. Please. He's a eugenicist. He is not a eugenicist. Please stop saying that. I don't want to get sued. Okay. 
He likes the movie Splice. And I'm going <laughs> to ignore you both now. Uh, he says, I'm a really tolerant person, but this has made me think hard. I don't know how I feel about raising a gay son. Hard. That's because Maybe you're not I'm having not that one. Tolerant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a really tolerant person, except when it comes to my gay son. All right. He says, Will I be able to relate to him? Probably not, because you're a dickwad and a douchebag. But anyway. Dingus. Right. Uh, won't his life be super hard? Well, with you as a father, yes. I know things are getting better for gay people, but it seems to me that being gay is really hard here in the South where I live. <laughs> String him up! And the, reason why, and the reason why being gay is really hard in the South where you live, sir, is because of people like you. See, that's the problem. Gay people aren't really accepted here, like in other parts of the country. Really? You think? Oh, he said, I did some research. And suicide attempts are significantly higher among gay teens in the South. Yeah, that's because they live in the South. You know where gay people aren't killing themselves? New York City. San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> and most black churches in America. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, they just stay in the closet there. Uh, gay kids are five times more likely than heterosexual youth to end up hospitalized as a result. Yeah, because th really they're killing themselves to get away from living in the South, not because they're gay. See? <laughs> you can't save up for a bus ticket? Yeah, I got to tell you, things are tough in Arkansas right now. Things are tough. Things are tough. Uh, so my wife and I talked about it, and we decided we're not going to raise a gay child. <laughs> it isn't fair to <laughs> It isn't fair to raise a child in our area as a gay child. It would be so hard for our son to live here. As, yeah, with parents like you, I wonder why. And I don't think either of us could handle it if he killed himself. And believe me, this kid is going to kill himself as an infant. He'll hang himself with his own umbilical cord because he found out that he had Jewish parents. Uh, moving elsewhere just to have this baby would be totally unfair to us. Oh, my God. Because that's what, cause that's what parenthood is all about. Things, then things we'd being be the totally problem. fair. Things being totally fair. That's what it's all about. Uh, we're going to get an abortion, both for our sake and for the <sighs> child's. I think it's the best thing for all of us. I'm not even going to read the answer that the person gave. I think the letter is fake, but let me just say. I would, the I answer would, is I Chuck's hungry. Move on. <laughs> I think it's a fake letter. But if this were a real letter, I'm going to say that getting an abortion would be the best thing for both the child and the parents mm. because and I'm going to no. say getting sterilized right after that <laughs> I, is the next step. Disagree Castrated, on abortion. maybe. Well, I don't believe in abortion, but I, I, so I would go with adoption. But these people, they're, they would never give a child up for adoption. He should kill, him, he should kill himself. Yeah. yeah, well, no, they should kill, kill themselves. At, here's the, Seth, you're a genius. You're a genius. Mm -hmm. Have the baby and then kill yourselves in a suicide pact, mom and dad, after you've given the child up for a No. Boom. No, because then it won't be covered by life insurance. So you get the life insurance policies, and then you drive into a tree. Bam. Okay. Leave the kid with some money. Seth, Seth, I got, I, I, once again, I can't disagree with you. That mm -hmm. is genius. Or just get take out a life insurance policy on you and your wife. Have the baby drive into a tree, killing both yourselves and leaving the child an ample inheritance. Boom. We did it. You know, Chuck, you know, I have four kids. So when you have four kids, you automatically have to raise one gay. So we just said the hardest decision was to pick which one. After that, it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. I don't you know. That's why they have rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I got to tell you, um, 
I'm hoping my son is gay. That's all I'm saying. Maybe just like his dad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> By the way, you know, my wife said to me that she was like, you know what? You're about 61% gay. And I said to her, that's too much percent. Speaking of which, I just saw something on Twitter. and I didn't know this was a thing that the people think Michelle Obama is a, a tranny. No, that is not a thing. That's something that right White white wing, white no, wing, right wing, white wing, right wing. wing. Is it white wing it or right might wing? Might as well be. It's very unpopular superhero. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out white wing, unpopular superhero, white wing, white wing, the right wing superhero. No, you will not get that abortion. I am white wing. Jews will not replace us. Stand back, nigger. White wing <laughs> defending alt right everywhere. I am white wing, the right wing superhero. Michelle Obama, more like Michael Obama. <laughs> Black tranny, better known as Blanny. How I love you, how I love you, my dear old Blanny. <laughs> White wing. <laughs> White wing. Some of us are good people on both sides. I am white wing. <laughs> Fuck you, Justice League. <laughs> you and your multicultural bullshit. We believe in justice. Uh. For whites. That's right. I am white wing. We are taking this country back. <laughs> oh, God. Just wait a cotton oh, picking God. minute, Chuck. Uh, oh God! Yes, cotton picking. Uh, sorry. All right. You know what, guys? Too soon? Sorry. There's nothing we can do after that. It's the whole letter was worth it just for that. Thank you, Bill. It is. <laughs> it's time to move on. Oh, before we go, open up your heart and let that hate out. <laughs> uh oh. So sorry, guys. Oh, God. White Wing is still caught me, man. <laughs> That's gold right there. That's money. I got to tell you, White Wing is money, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, defender of alt-right everywhere. The nemesis to Black okay. Lightning. Yes. There you go. Black Lightning. <laughs> Take that. I've got a bucket of water for you, Black Lightning, and a noose. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Dear fellas, help. I don't want my guy seeing, admiring, or being turned on by other naked women. Do I have to accept the fact that my fiance will attend a bachelor party? Signed, scared. And then the person writes back, dear scared. 
The answer is yes, because if you tell him no, he'll just lie and go anyway. But honestly, I am sick of women feeling like they have to be okay with this seedy, stupid ritual as they appear controlling or uncool. I'd like us all to go totally gangsta, stand up, and shout at our men, you're not going to that damn bachelor party. Blah, blah. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now at the risk of three ADD assholes doing a podcast, uh, mm. appearing to be chauvinistic, uh, please let me just say this, and I speak for myself and nobody else. <laughs> Bitch, you crazy, okay? <laughs> Come on. It's a bachelor party. If you have that little trust in your man, you are married or dating the wrong guy, okay? I have called my wife from the strip club. Where you at? I'm at the strip club. What are you doing? I'm having a drink and looking at some titties. I'll be home, and I'm very horny. Please be ready. That's how you handle that, Whoa. okay? That's in, that's if, that's amazing. No, it isn't. Here's the deal. If a man is going to cheat, he's going to cheat. And and him not going to a strip club or not looking at another attractive woman cross the street. Now, now mind you, my wife it looks at me and says, look, uh, you can go anywhere you want and do whatever you want as long as you leave your dick home with me, which is what I do. So we're fine. Um, also, I'm, I'm afraid of losing her, so, you know, uh, having a relationship uh, outside of her is out of the question, because oh. I'm scared to death. Much, much like the two of you, I've met both of your women, and Seth, you're not only scared of losing your woman, you are scared of your woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And, and Bill, you are just terrified that one day you'll wake up and Maya will realize that she can do oh so much better. <laughs> so if she ever gets that LASIK, you're out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Once once she regains her eyesight, I'm fucked. Right. So all I'm saying is this. Um, by the way, I haven't been to a strip club in almost ten years now mm -hmm. because I find them boring. Uh, but uh, the truth is this: uh, strippers and strip clubs are boring. Um, it's like being a diabetic at a candy store. Uh, if you trust your man, you trust your man. If he's going to a bachelor party and there's going to be strippers there, then let him go to the bachelor party and there's going to be strippers there. And just make sure that you got the kind of man that is not going to do anything. And if you're really that uncomfortable with it, say to him, I'm not going to tell you not to go to the bachelor party, but I will tell you that I'm really uncomfortable with it. You make up your own mind and do what you want to do. And he's going to say, good, I'll call you once I'm done with the titties. <laughs> Hold on now. Hold on. Go ahead. It's a young guy. So if she still has, a, you know, she's still upset about this, there's something she can do about it. She can just make sure she doesn't go out with a loaded gun. You know what I'm saying? That is also another thing. Make mm. sure you empty the chamber before he leaves the house. Yeah. Men, men are far less horny right after this sound. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are very few men that want sex after making that sound. Okay? <laughs> and, and the truth of the matter is, if your man wants sex after making that sound, then he's probably hypersexual anyway, and he's cheating on you to begin with. So mm -hmm. don't worry about it. You already <laughs> screwed. And the fact that he is young, you're right, is is a is is an issue. So <clears throat> I can see you having a little bit of a problem. Uh, you know, as an old man, I really don't give a damn. 
quite frankly. Uh, when my penis is hard, I just look down at my pants and go, will you stop it? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is where I'm at in my life right now. It's like, shit, that's, that's how old I am. I, I, I just don't even care. You know, I got, I got bigger problems. To me, my dick gets hard when I pay off my mortgage. That's <laughs> nice. Every Every time I pay off a credit card, that's when my that's when I get a hard on. Okay, I get an erection every time I pay off a credit card, not when I see some boobs and ass. Okay, that's where I'm at in life. So, all right, I hear anything you. from you, Bill? Bill, you're strangely silent on this one. Strangely no, yeah, silent. no, I I I I agree. Yeah, and I've I've never I've never been that interested in strip clubs, anyways. Mostly just because it's like kind of the idea of their their titties that you can't have. So it's kind of like, all right, well. And I don't feel like spending a thousand dollars to so Bill, exist are you there. telling me that if you could actually have them, uh, the no. strip club would have more appeal? God no. Is that is that what you're saying, Bill? No. <laughs> yeah. Are you only not saying that because Maya's listening right no. now, Bill? No. Is she in the room with you right now, Bill? No. Is she in the room right She's now, not. Bill? Are you sure? Because you kind of look like you're in a hostage video right now, Bill. <laughs> no, it's because this is the one. This is the one small section of my apartment that has. Um, uh, reception. <laughs> okay, that was more of a metaphor than an actual description of where you are, Bill, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. No, I, I have seen you and Maya together, and I can say that you are truly in love with this woman, and she's very lucky to have you because you are a dedicated boyfriend, and uh, and you're very kind and respectful to her, even though you're an angry motherfucker with a short fuse that most people don't even know that that's who you really are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. About, how about all um, right? Next letter. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. But now with the strip clubs and the corona, who wants to go there? That's that's a germ fest, like a germ explosion. Oh my God! You got Rona STD. <laughs> <laughs> Super herpes. Ooh, wait a minute. Let me tell you something. My dick got the Rona. <laughs> she rubbed her ass. She rubbed her ass on me and gave my dick the Rona. <laughs> We're going to a strip club with a hazmat suit on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, oh God! Oh, this show is so juvenile and so nasty. <laughs> Seth, no one can see you. Seth is actually playing with boobs and making and making an aspirator sound at the same time. Okay, it's like a horny Darth Vader. That's what you look like right now. Okay. Yes. Use the force. <laughs> Boops you like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a little chewy in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh. Moving on. Here's our next one. I'm at the strip club. Popping band that ain't nothing new. Listen and we turned up. We got that drink and we pouring it Dear fellas, I met the most wonderful man. We've had three amazing dates and we've spoken every day on the phone. Everything was going perfectly until two days ago when he stopped answering my calls and my texts. <laughs> I texted him because I was worried and he responded by saying, he was swapped at work, and he'd contact me after he completes his big city city planning project. Yeah, he planning a whole city to get away from you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most wonderful day. 
Then he blocked me on every social media platform <laughs> and blocked my phone number. His secretary called back to tell me that his decision of blocking me was final as of right now. I sent him one last text to help to tell him that I was there for him no matter what. Oh my god. But now I'm scared I pushed too hard and I'll never hear or see him again. Did I do the right thing by trying to contact him <laughs> even though he said not to? Signed Desperate Desperate Desperate. <laughs> the person wrote back. Kill yourself. <laughs> That's so wrong. The person wrote back. Sweetheart, I love you, but allow me to suggest that the best way of preventing a man from ever doing such a heinous thing to you in the future is to never, ever pester him after your first two messages fail to get a response. And two is one too many. Woo! Mm. Oh! Oh! Good advice. Mm. Oh, come on, girl. You let her know. That's (laughs) right. Stella got her groove back, okay? Two messages is too too many. You, sh- <laughs> you shouldn't be you shouldn't be texting him at all, girl. That's the deal. You shouldn't be texting him at all. If he ain't texting you, then he ain't worth it. That is all there is to it. Okay. <sighs> so, which one of you wants to be the one to confirm what I'm about to say? Mm. Which is, if a man cares enough about your vagina but not about you, once he gets what he cares for, he no longer has a use for you. <laughs> I was kind of going to say the same thing. except No, it's the truth. No, I was going to say, you don't fuck on the first date, bitch. Well, they had three of the most wonderful dates three days in a row, row, so they don't know each other very long. I let him come on my face. I don't know what the problem is. I thought he loved me. (laughs) Yeah, no, here's the deal, man. He called me by the wrong name. All men change after they reach a certain point in the relationship, period. Okay? All men change as the relationship goes along. I'll never forget, man, in the like third year of marriage, my wife was just like, you don't treat me as nice as you used to. And I was like, and it's going to get worse from here. <laughs> I was like, what the hell you think? I'm still here, bitch. That's as nice as I can be. You remember the valet? <laughs> For better or worse, this is worse. This, this is the worst. Which, by the way, Seth, you just um, pointed out something that a lot of people don't understand about marriage. Okay, for better or for worse. And guess what? You get both. Okay, there are times when you're both going to be in love and things are going to be great. And when that hour is over, (laughs) you you're going to maybe not be on the same page. And there's going to be times when she hates you. And there's going to be times where you hate her. And there's going to be times where you're out of love. And there's going to be times when she's out of love. And if you wait long enough, Everything comes back around. You sync up, and um, and you realize, oh, that's not my wife. I, I got married and divorced. <laughs> I got divorced and remarried. How did this happen? As oh. the days go by. <laughs> <laughs> Same as it ever was. <laughs> this is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. I got divorced and remarried. That's how did I, I get here? That's how did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> No, the truth. The truth is that uh, yeah, that's how it goes, man. Sometimes you're uh, sometimes you're you're in love, and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't, and uh, that's marriage in a nutshell. Now, this woman, unfortunately, <laughs> nutshell in a nut nut nutshell. Um, this woman, unfortunately, is a desperate stalker and doesn't realize it yet. Um, 
you're needy, and the best way to catch a man is to run from him. So I'm just letting and don't, you. And don't put it out there, yo. Wait well, the 90 uh, days. That really like Steve Harvey said. No, uh that doesn't make a difference. I, you're you know. wrong. <laughs> don't listen to Seth's. You're wrong. Don't <laughs> listen to Seth's neo-Christian puritanical oh, bullshit. You can have so Seth. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> Seth might be white wing. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't listen to Seth's white wing <laughs> shit. <laughs> No, is it a black man? The you truth is, the truth is, you have you have just as much right to sleep with anybody you want on the first date as a man does. Okay, the 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 difference is, uh, just like the man, what do you want out of this? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Right. So you want to make sure he's there for you because he likes you, not because right. he just you, wants to get if, laid. If you want to, that's why you make him wait. If you, but see, there are plenty of men who wait and still end up leaving. So you know that better happens. odds. I'm talking about percentages, man. Come on. All right. If you want to play the per- if you want to play the percentages, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. Thank you. Uh, but I will say that uh, as a man who has waited for plenty of women and then went, thanks. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> you're, you're special, though. Uh, no, you're I'm special. not, and I feel terrible about it. I wish that. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I wish I had the maturity that I have now to, to do it quicker. Well, yeah. To <laughs> to not prolong it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I wish I had the maturity that I have now, and I wish that I had been in therapy like I am now to find out that men who do that aren't just looking to get laid. Um, sometimes you're looking for an experience. Often what you're looking for is intimacy. And that intimacy, uh, as you seek it out through sexual means alone, that intimacy unfortunately becomes that much more elusive. And then when you actually do encounter it, when you find a woman that's good, somebody that you can spend your life with, you normally screw it up. And it's so funny. A lot of my life I have spent thinking women are crazy. How is it that I meet these women and they're all so damn crazy until I realize they're not crazy. I'm driving them crazy. (laughs) I am meeting women who are sane, rational, caring, compassionate women with stable jobs, who know (laughs) who know how to take care of a man. And when I'm done with them, they're alcoholic meth heads trying to, you know, kill me with an ice pick. That's the Um, dream. Yeah, and it is the dream, Bill. You're right. That's a, that's a, that is the dream, Bill. <laughs> I, think Bill I think Bill just got hard listening to that story. Yeah, Bill was, Bill was just like, Bing! oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, if only I could meet her today. Maya, I'm done. you would be history. <laughs> You'd be history, Maya. Just try to, uh, just do me a favor. Try to kill me with a nice pick once. <laughs> so, uh, all right. You know what, guys? Wait, 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 wait. what? I got to ask you a question. Go ahead. Have you watched, have you watched Black as F? Black as F? Black AF? Black yeah. AF? No. Black as fuck? No. What, what kind of show is that? It's on Netflix. It's a guy, who's the guy who created Blackish? Oh, yeah? yeah it's him. It's, he stars in it, and he like, plays himself, and Rashida, uh, Rashida Jones is his wife, and they have six kids. It's funny, man. I'm, I'm oh, curious to see what you Rashida, think of it. Rashida, I love her, by yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You got to watch it. I did a sketch pretty... with Rashida Jones about her father. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was. And she's a doll and she's a sweetheart. And I, I really like her a lot. Uh, I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna take your recommendation. Yeah. Um, I was at her dad's I was at her dad's house, Quincy Jones' house. Did you really get it? Did yeah. you know you were there? Two thousand two thousand seven, uh, he was looking to do an XM station, so the guy brought me in to meet him. 
It was crazy, man. And he told me, he told me, make sure the combined age of you and your woman never exceeds a hundred. <laughs> I said you could get arrested soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very funny joke, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was cool. He was cool. Yeah, he's got one of the um, my favorite sayings ever. When money enters the room, God leaves immediately. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's good. If it's not in writing, it's in fighting. So that's it. When you deal that's with horrible. You, when, yeah, no, that's not horrible. That's business. It's real. Put it in writing because if it's not, it's in fighting, and that's all there is to it. And the reason why that is because whenever, whenever money enters the room, God leaves immediately, you know? So you know what? I, some money just came in, guys, so I got to go. <laughs> A whole See buck what 50. I did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a whole dollar fifty. Well, listen, guys, thanks so much for the show. Uh, find Bill, the assistant at Flavor Department, on Twitter. Uh, find Seth in his apartment, uh, taking care of his many children. And you can find me at Chuck Nice Comic everywhere. Until next time, I'm saying this is Chuck Nice. If you got a problem, we got the answer, and it's probably money. Some people got to have-